Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I hate to break it, you're not the same as anyone here. But we can take it, we're short or brown or round or we're queer. I got a feeling we are onto something here. Francis White and this is Global Pillage, the panel show where we run joke detectors over the whole surface of the planet looking for treasure in diversity. When I say treasure, I mean jokes. <laughs> Similarly valuable, but less popular with pirates. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever tried smelting a joke. Horrible mess. Talking of horrible messes, please welcome today's comedian! <laughs> On my left, playing for Paddy Stanny, Alison Spittel and Tez Ilias. <laughs> and on my right, playing for Steve Bobs, Steve Alley and Kima Bob. <laughs> so, panellists, what makes you diverse? Why are you called Paddy Stanny first? I didn't come up with that name. Uh, <laughs> Alison is Irish mm. and I am Paddy Stanny and Irish Stanny wasn't as funny. <laughs> How are you diverse, Tezilius? Aforementioned Pakistani and Muslim at the same time. <laughs> and I'm northern. Oh, yes, you are. And working class. Oh. And I wear glasses. <laughs> Where are they? Uh, I'm wearing contacts right now. Oh. So you can't prove that part. I mean, I could take them out, but then I'd be blind. <laughs> I won't put them back we in. We don't want that. No. Alison Spittle, how are you diverse? I'm Irish. Uh, that's about it, really, to be honest with you. Uh, you have a lot of referendums in Ireland, don't you? You're constantly oh. having referendums, but yours go better than ours. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's just because we're used to them, really. Uh, yeah, we, we... You've revised for referendums. <laughs> yeah. You don't just go out with a protest vote and think it's not going to change your whole life. Well, we kind of knew the EU was good for us. <laughs> and, you know, and, like, I have to say... 
we're looking over at, at well, I'm sure I live here now. I don't know why I'm laughing or joking. I'm fucked too. Uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> You've got both passports, haven't you? Yes, I got both the British passport and the Irish passport. And actually, when Brexit was voted in, I did kind of go, ha ha, because my, oh, my, my dad is English and he voted to leave. And I think that's a very complicated way of trying to get out of paying child maintenance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a lot of red tape. You know? And Steve Bob's Kima Bob, how are you diverse? I am a black American. I'm queer, pansexual, if anybody's wondering. I'm also single and polyamorous. Um, <laughs> and I'm not neurotypical. And I like to party. <laughs> <laughs> that I can tell you all of those things are true from experience. Um, what were you going to say, Ned? I don't remember. Oh, oh sorry, I thought you would. I know I was, but then I no? I realised not to. Okay. <laughs> if only I'm more white men did that. <laughs> 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 I'm, 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 here, I'm here to learn, um, as a man, I'm here to learn. What does neurotypical mean or not neurotypical? Because I, I don't know what that is. So, for me, right, I'm just going to go personal, not like an actual definition, because I'm not a dictionary or the internet. Uh, but for me, it just means that I have a special brain, and I have a bipolar brain, which most people don't. Also, well, Kima, I'm here to learn, too. Um, can you define partying? <laughs> That's the problem, Alison. I can't. <laughs> Steve, Annie, how are you diverse? Well, I am a Syrian refugee, and I like Marmite. Oh. <laughs> For a non-British person, this is a big accomplishment because I hated it at the beginning. That, see, this man has bad. integrated. That was my hashtag. Integration. <laughs> and then they come and tell you that refugees come and change our culture. Look at us. Yeah. We love Marmite now. Yeah, well, to be honest with well, you, the Daily Mail will go coming over here stealing our Marmite. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You've certainly made us more attractive, Steve. Well done. <laughs> corner, keeping our I's dotted and our T's crossed and our J's looking like eyes that have wet themselves. <laughs> Please welcome Red Sedgwick. Hello. And taking us from our doa dears to our teas, our drinks with jam and bread, it's Samuel Wolf. <laughs> Ned Sedgwick, have you had a global experience lately? I went to Moldova recently which isn't on the top of everyone's to-go list, but I would heartily recommend it. People are very nice, and there are no British people there. It is great. There are no tourists. You ruined that record. No, no, like, people go, but, like, you know, you don't walk around. You know, sometimes you're on holiday, you're walking around, and you're like, this is nice, and then you just hear an English person, and you're like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> uh, like, I literally flew away from you. Um, and it has a wine festival where the entire centre of the city turns into kind of a Glastonbury of wine. And again, brilliant if you like wine. If you don't like wine, um, not much for you in Moldova. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, Ned. 
our resident musician, Mark Hodge, is taking a break. So this week, Samuel Wolfe has nosed through the hit numbers and noises of other cultures to bring us the scores theme. All yours, Samo. Cheers, <laughs> So uh, this one comes from a country which I stopped off quickly in on a jaunt to Antarctica. That's another story for another time. Um, it's from Argentina. I heard the song. I had no idea what it meant. And I thought, oh, that's merry, that's jaunty, that's the lovely tune. I looked it up. It's the Argentinian equivalent of Old MacDonald Had a Farm. <laughs> and I'm so glad you said noises because in this song, in the first verse, the chicken goes pee-pee, which is... Brilliant. It's just so brilliant. Um, the rest of the noises are fine. I'm just going to use the last little bit of it. Oh, van camera, oh, van camera, over, over, over. Oh, van camera, oh, van camera, over, over, over. Um, I'm going to sing. Oh, tell us the scores, Ned. Tell us the scores, Ned. Please tell us, oh, Ned. You guys are saying. Oh, tell us the scores, Ned. Tell us the scores, Ned. Please tell us, oh, Ned. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. <laughs> Delightful. Yeah. Well, there are no scores, but, you know... Well, first up is our themed round. For this week's theme, we're going to crash your pad and make a mess. It's housewarming. All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. In Thailand, who are the first people you should invite round to your house when you move in? Steve Bobbs. Your neighbours. Your neighbours. Yeah. yeah, I think that's probably in Come all of the through. cultures. I just moved in. I want you to know that I'm not shysty. I also want to know that you guys aren't shysty. What's up, nabes? <laughs> Paddy Stani? In Ireland, probably maybe get a priest to exercise the house before you put in the furniture. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, so I was thinking maybe there's a Thai equivalent of just, uh, you know, sorting out some spirits before you get Ikea in. That's, that's the way I look at it. Do you really do that in Ireland? Has that been done? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I tell you this, right? My mum bought some land in my village and we were supposed to build a house in it and the neighbour said, don't build a house there. There's ley lines there and they cross over and if you build a house there, not only are you going to get bad luck for 100 years, also there's no mobile phone reception there too. <laughs> And I was wondering if they were linked together. Yeah, those are yeah. basically the same thing. Yeah, and I genuinely thought ley lines were a real thing until my boyfriend went, please Google it. And there's like a, a half a paragraph on Wikipedia. And I was like, this can't be real. Um, yeah, so ley lines apparently So you didn't build a house there for that reason? Yeah, that and also <laughs> we ran out of money. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, that's the ley lines fault. You know? Okay, so is it the neighbours or is it a Thai priest? Hive mind in Thailand, who were the first people you should invite round to your house when you move in? Your ancestors. Your ancestors. Ooh. Oh, that was confident. Mm. But what if they're dead? Mm. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. In some cultures, you can invite spirits into your house. And... It's not mm. Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> ancestors, anything else? The royal family. That is ambitious. I like it. <laughs> Imagine you buy a tulip two down in Stockwell and Megan turns up. That would be amazing. Maybe you invite them and you know they're not going to come. You know, in Regency times, at a dinner party, you always had to leave a space for the Prince Regent. He wasn't going to turn up, but you had to lay the table for him as if he were. And occasionally he did, because he was a big partier. Wow. Much like Kima Bob. Yeah, I was like, that sounds like an excellent setup. How do I take over this country and get this arrangement going? <laughs> okay, so we've got royal family. Uh, we've got ancestors. Anybody else? Parents. Your parents. 
lovely answer. Mm. Okay, uh, buzz if you think it's ancestors. <laughs> buzz if you think it's royal family. Buzz if you think it's parents. Uh, in fact, the answer is an odd number of monks. Ned, why is it an odd number of monks? Do you know anything more um, about this? Odd numbers are auspicious in Buddhism. So Buddha took seven steps. I think it was when he was born. When he was seven... born? Yeah. There are wow. lots of myths. That was a sign. If your newborn takes seven yeah. steps, it's a sign. There are lots of myths that he was meant to. And then there were meant to be nine rivers in Tibet that became kind of holy. And there are loads of odd numbers. And do the monks then do something special to your house? Yeah, do they get they, rid of the evil spirits? They get rid of evil So that's a little bit like what Paddy Solomon said. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly yeah. What kind said. Exactly what we said. Kind of exactly what we said. But they didn't <laughs> specify odd numbers. So one is an odd number. One, <laughs> one, one is an odd number. One is the loneliest number. Yeah, actually, I think we should get Yeah, okay. So half marks, perhaps? Half marks. Half there marks. Okay, great. In India, how are you meant to get messy at a housewarming party? So you know, I live in London, and if someone said, come over to the housewarming, we're going to get messy, I would assume people were intending to drink a little bit too much. Ladoos, <laughs> which is a type of Indian sweet. In what way will that be messy? Uh, just get sugar highs. <laughs> sugar highs. <laughs> and then high fives. Okay. I um, can't wait to come to your housewarming, Tez. Sounds brilliant. When you say get messy with the sweets, are they like flaky sweets? Yeah, they are quite flaky, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, in Ireland, we have this thing called the jambon, which is like a cheese, egg and ham pastry. Mm. And you're specifically not allowed to eat them in cars because they just go everywhere. <laughs> wow. So, that might that... be a rule someone made for you, Alison. <laughs> <laughs> I can't eat any type of pastry without. Yesterday I ate a flake in my car, and now my cake, now my car is covered in flake. Yeah, it's it, nice. one should not eat. Your your car is like the top of a banoffee pie, just yeah. lots of bits of flake. I'm There's so hungry, you guys. This there. is not helpful. Steve Bob's naked paint party. <laughs> <laughs> You're defining partying for me. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of many. One of many. Steve, are you backing up your teammate there? Before she said the answer, I was. (laughs) No. We're together on this. Uh, Steve 100% uh, supports what I've said, uh, despite what he's just said. (laughs) Wow. Your president really has got to you. That sounds like one of his tweets. My answers are big. They're huge. They're correct. They're very good. They're very good answers. They're the most correct answers anyone has ever seen. Don't try to fact check them. <laughs> okay, hive mind in India. How are you meant to get messy at a housewarming party? Dancing. Dancing. Throw coloured powder. Throw coloured powder um, at a house party. Every party. Yeah. Okay. Uh, painting the walls. Painting the walls. That would be fun. <laughs> Anything else? Sounds like a trick. Okay, dancing. Buzz now. If you think it's throwing coloured powder around, buzz now. And if you think it's painting the walls, buzz now. In fact, you have to boil milk until it overflows. Mm. I'm done. I, I, I can't do this. Okay, Ned, tell us more about that. Well, in India, you have to boil milk until it overflows because milk is auspicious. Again, I like that word today. And it overflowing represents the joy in your life overflowing. And then you're meant to kind of share the split milk with your friends and family and share cleaning it up. Uh, so the highs and lows of life are shared mm. by everyone in the household. 
That's a lovely custom and also a waste of milk. (laughs) In Romania, what things should you absolutely never bring from your old house to your new one? Your old house keys? (laughs) (laughs) Because how will you get in? Yeah, I know. I do see that. I do hurt your old house keys. Is there anything else that could be a superstition rather than a practicality? Pakistani? Old fingernail clippings. Mm. That's just hygiene not yeah, to bring well, those. Exactly. Why would you bring them? No. <laughs> uh, I'm making the same point. <laughs> Steve Bobs. I'm going to say your bed because what if you have bad dreams or you broke up with your ex and now you want to move on, okay? <laughs> I'm getting the feeling there's something personal there. I don't want to talk about it. I'm just not bringing my old bed to my new place. Yeah. Okay. It kind of brings a whole new uh, concept of like memory foam mattress. Hive mind in Romania. What should you absolutely never bring from your old house to a new one? Door Okay. I heard doormat, loo seat, sofa. Sofa. Gin. Bin. Oh, a bin. Jizz. Bin. No, I never said that. Sheets. You stores. <laughs> Sheets, bin. Broom. Broom. Okay, if you think it's doormat buzz now, if you think it's loose seat buzz now, sofa buzz now, bin buzz now, sheets buzz now, broom buzz now. Correct, it's broom. <laughs> Is this good luck about sweeping away the demons or you just yeah, bring the old Yeah, bird? Brooms are actually quite, um, in quite a lot of cultures, they have loads of symbolism. I think it's because they've been around forever and they've always had a kind of purpose. They've always been in the home. You know, witches with mm. brooms um, wow. in Northern European culture, other broom traditions, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but they, other broom traditions are available. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it, they, they have uh, connotations with witchcraft and also with sweeping away bad mm. luck. Mm. So there you go. And it's the end of the round. In third place, it's Steve Bobbs with zero points. Blah! <laughs> Outrage! In second place, with five points, it's a hive mind. And in first place, with ten points, it's a Paddy Stani. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The next round is everyone's favorite round. Idioms! <laughs> what is the meaning of this foreign phrase which we have literally translated into English? For example, in England, we might say, it's raining cats and dogs. But in Australia, they say, ha, 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 look at your horrible weather, we're having a barbecue. <laughs> in Slovenia, if someone has gone to whistle to the crabs, what have they done? They've got ointment. <laughs> They've got ointment, okay. Uh, Steve lost, Bob's. lost their mind. They've lost their mind. Yeah, because like, why would you whistle to crabs? Well, if you'd lost your mind or yeah, you needed yeah. ointment. Is it like pissing in the wind? Pissing in the wind. And yeah. to, again, another eloquent English yeah. idiot. <laughs> in Slovenia, he has whistled to the crabs. And in England, he's pissing in the wind. <laughs> and in Germany, they piss on the crabs. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's not a Trump tape I want no. to see. <laughs> Rats for the government? Uh, you whistle to the crab, the big crabs in the big house. Yeah. Because it sounds kind of like sleeping with the fishes. And maybe, like, if you did go, you know, go snitch, yeah, snitch to the government, maybe you would end up whistling with the crabs. Mm. This sounds like you're doing very badly at a sheepdog trial. (laughs) 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 Whistling at the crabs. You've brought crabs to a sheepdog trial. Yeah. Like... And they're not rounding anything up. <laughs> no, they're just hurting me. <laughs> Such an unsuccessful sequel, babe. <laughs> it's grittier, you know. <laughs> Hive mind, if you're in Slovenia, you're walking down the street, someone says, oh, he's gone to whistle with the crabs. What are they referring to? What do they mean? Let themselves go. Let themselves go. Ooh. Gone to the toilet. Okay, gone to the loo. <laughs> Switch sides in a war, like traitor. Ah, they're a traitor. They've switched sides in a war. Gone for a long walk. Long walk? Drunk. They're drunk. (laughs) It's always helpful to have your drunk in there. (laughs) Any of these could mean that. Okay, in Slovenia, if someone's gone to whistle the crabs, what have they done? If you think it is uh, let themselves go, Buzz now. Not even the person who said it. (laughs) No, lost confidence. Gone to the loo, Buzz now. They are a traitor, Buzz now. Gone for a walk, Buzz now. Or got drunk, Buzz now. Always a reliable old one. But in fact, it means they've moved away or they've died. Uh, so so sleeping with the fishers, I think, probably means that some, Steve Bobbs should get some sweet, partial? sweet points. Can we do partial? It happens quite a lot that somebody says the right answer within the wrong answer. Yeah. But they've given the wrong answer. It's answer inception. <laughs> it's answer inception. Yeah. <laughs> and Deborah's been incepted, but I know the answer you're giving is gone to, like, talk to the government. Which like, the it. top is still spinning, bro. <laughs> she, she did specifically say sleeping with the fishes. So she was interpreting that by going, oh, yeah, maybe it's like, oh, sleeping with the fishes. No, she you know. say, uh, uh, I'll, give him, I'll give him half points. 
Businessman. Okay. In the Netherlands, what is a monkey sandwich story? Oh, uh, it's, ah, it's just outrageous. Makes no sense. <laughs> like a monkey sandwich. What is a monkey sandwich? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Something that's outrageous and makes no sense, Paddy Starney. Sorry, it, I'm not saying you're outrageous and make no sense. <laughs> is it um, a strain of something that you can buy in a cafe? Oh, <laughs> some marijuana. Yeah, like a silly story. Like, this story's really far-fetched. It's a monkey sandwich. Yeah. A monkey I can believe story, that a monkey story? could have a sandwich, though. That's believable to me. Right. You know, if someone's eating the sandwich at the zoo and a monkey just puts its hand out and grabs the sandwich... Yeah. That's believable to me. <laughs> for me, these are wild monkeys in my head. I thought of a monkey in a sandwich. I thought it was like, oh, that's what it, what's a new sandwich? Monkey. I thought it's the like... monkey made the sandwich. <laughs> that's oh, yeah. less plausible. Yeah. Where's it from? The Netherlands? Oh, the Netherlands. <laughs> that doesn't make, doesn't clarify anything. <laughs> that hasn't helped Tez. That hasn't helped Tez Elias one bit. Has it helped you, Hive Mind? What's a monkey sandwich story? Ridiculous story. A missed opportunity. Wow, damn. Stolen opportunity. That's deep. Ah, uh, stolen opportunity. Mm. Flat out lie. A flat out lie. What was the other one? Swingers. Basically, a story about swingers. Okay, so if you think it's a ridiculous story, buzz now. Missed opportunity, buzz now. Stolen opportunity, buzz now. Flat out lie, buzz now. Or a swinging story, or people have gone swinging. Buzz, buzz. <laughs> okay. uh, I think you went for flat out lie. In fact, it is, I think what Paddy Stani said, an urban legend. Yes. Uh, it's an implausible story, far fetched story. Yes. Is that an urban legend? Yeah, it's close enough. I'll give him half a point for that. Okay. Because okay. an urban legend is quite specific. And do you know where the origin of the monkey sandwich story is from? Or is that in well, itself yes, an urban I legend? Yes, I do, actually. There is an urban legend about somebody eating a sandwich with monkey in it. And it was such a popular one that it became synonymous with urban legends to the extent that now they call it a monkey sandwich story. In Germany, they say, the bear is tap dancing. Mm. What do they mean? Steve Bob's... Somebody's lying? Mm. Somebody's lying. Mm. The bear is tap dancing. Mm. You uh, mean like someone being a sycophant, like sucking up to whoever? You're sucking up yeah. by what? Doing a little dance? Yeah. Doing a little... You're being a bit sycophantic. The bear's come up, wants to ingratiate himself. Yeah. Bear's a bit of a star fucker. He sees there's yeah. televisions, to his like, Oh, he's on Facebook. Yeah, he must be popular. <laughs> yeah. And they come up and they start doing a little tap dance. The thing about bears dancing is, you know, you, you think it's cute. And then, mm. you know, you see an infomercial with a bear charity. And you realise why they're dancing. Right. Somebody thinks they are being cheeky, mm. but everyone can see. Mm. Everyone can see what? You're just a tab then, dancing what are they doing? Oh, somebody thinks they're getting away with something, but everyone can see what they're doing. And right. the reason why I said the first one is because we say, if someone is saying something that's not true, or lying to, to you, and mm. you just be tell them, oh, look, there's an elephant flying. As in, like, you're lying. Oh, yeah. is that an Arabic That's why I said, yeah. That's there's why an elephant it, flying. It sounds like that to me. Ah, like we say bird. pigs might fly. Mm. All right. Mm. But we don't do pigs, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Even in the idiom. Even in the idiom. Because they don't exist. They're like unicorns to us. You're so sad. Sorry, that was tactus, I realised that. Okay, hive mind. In Germany, they say the bear is tap dancing. What does that mean? Is there an elephant in the room? 
Elephant in the room, something no one's talking about. Very crowded. It's loud in here. Thunder. Very crowded or wild party. Wild party. Okay. Okay, so wild party. Or maybe um, like Strictly Come Dancing is scraping the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> this year it's a bear. <laughs> still with a Strictly curse, eh? Breaking up the bear's ten-year marriage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you think it's elephant in the room, buzz now. If you think it's thunder, buzz now. Or if you think it means a loud, crowded, wild party, as spoon-fed to you by the Germans in the room, <laughs> buzz now. <laughs> Do you know you're right? <laughs> wow. Wow. And it's the end of the round. Hey. Oh, which team is winning? Which team is losing? Please tell us, oh, Ned. Oh, tell us the scores, oh, tell us the scores, oh, please tell us, oh, Ned. In third place, with five points, it's Steve Bobbs. Okay. Yeah, baby, yeah, I'm proud, I'm not ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should be. Uh, <laughs> in... You sound like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, and in first place, there are two teams. On 15 points, it's Paddy Starney and the Hive Mind. Congratulations, you guys. The next round is the team's round. A member of each team has come prepared with a question based on their cultural family background. Who knows? Perhaps one of our comedians celebrates a silent weekend's policy. And that's how they justify their gigs not going so well. <laughs> Why did you that's look at really me? That's really sad. Yeah. Why did you look at me? Steve Bobbs, do you have a question for Paddy Starney? Houston, Texas, which is where I'm from, has the largest blank in the world. Cheese ball, llama factory. I think it's llama factory. <laughs> it's obviously going to be llama factory. It's too much. Medical center. Or urban farm. <laughs> okay. Padistani, you're the only ones. You don't need to buzz. You're the only ones who can answer. I really like it. No, I know, I know. Um, I think I'd like it to be llamas. Yes. Let's go medical center. Okay, you're gonna go medical. The heart says llamas, but the, the, head, says the head says medical center. Okay, is it medical which center? Which sounds like a predicament. <laughs> it is. It is medical center. I should have made the other ones. More practical. <laughs> That's uh, not the best, like urban farm, you know what I mean? That sounds like a thing. Does it? <laughs> not as much of a thing as a medical center. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're leaders in the, that field, so... What, what so, was the first one? A cheese ball? <laughs> a cheese, I thought a it was ball. a cheese ball. You know what I mean? I felt good about 
about that. Yeah, because it could be a really large ball, like a party, yeah. a formal party thrown yes. for cheesemakers. I feel like that or would be in Wisconsin. Cheese. Yeah, it would be. Stereotypically. Also, Houston, Texas is a very dangerous place, so it's not inconceivable that I have a large medical centre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's brought it down to mm. facts and sad reality, isn't it? Yeah. Also, Beyonce is from there. You could have said... The biggest star. Beyonce Center, yeah. 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 Beyonce That's Museum. What it's called, the Beyonce Knowles Center of Medical. Yeah! Medical, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can have different words like all the injured ladies, all the injured ladies, all the injured ladies. Yeah. If I were a doctor, yeah. I'd be a psychiatric ward that's just called crazy right now. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, and also the proctology wore to be bootylicious. <laughs> I got one more, one more, right? It's a broken bones ward, and if if you want to heal it, you better put a sling on it. I'll be getting bonus points for these. Yeah. I'll be getting bonus Not points them. for any of this amazing work. This ain't work. a pun show, fam. <laughs> Some of them are mine, Tess. I can't get points. If I can't get but points, that was amazing. Me or Steve could have come up with one. Try and do it now. Le lemon okay, eight. lemon. Lemonade. Lemonade. Eight. Lemonade. Eight. 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 If, if life gives you... It's make lemon. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Like... <laughs> I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. This is why you should not play this game, Tess. This is not for you. I want to let it go. I usually come up with one and I, had, and I had eggs and lemons in my head. This is, this is not a game for men to play. You're dangerous. No. All right. I can't remember where we're up to now. I think we, won, I think we got it right. You got it right, so you got some points. Yay! <laughs> Patty Starney, could you please give a question? To the hive mind. Okay, it's, uh, it's an Arabic idiom. So, when the llama factory is closed, then no joke. Right. So, uh, stretch your legs as far as your blanket extends. Oh. I know Steve knows this. Because oh, he's yeah. from Syria, but he can't answer. It's down to you. Yep. Live within your means? Live within your means? Relax. Relax. Make the most of things. Make the most of things. Especially okay. blankets. <laughs> okay. Is it one of those? Yes. Okay. All right. So it's one of those. You've got a shot here. You've got a buzz for the right one. If you think it's relax, buzz now. If you think it's make the most of things, buzz now. If you think it's live within your means, buzz now. Is it live within your means? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it was like, don't be a prick at a picnic. <laughs> well, dude, that's as far as your blanket extends. Yeah. Stay on your blank, bro. Stop picnic spreading. <laughs> okay, hive mind. Do you have a question for Steve Bobs? So I'm from Argentina. My name is Sofia. And uh, in Argentina, we say the fish die from the mouth. The fish die from the mouth? Yeah. Steve Bobs. Fish is it something mouth. like greed is not good? The, um, the lesser known 1980s film slogan. Uh, <laughs> Fishes die from their mouths. 
Each is responsible for their uh, actions. People are responsible for their actions. Really scraping here, aren't you, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> is it? <laughs> Do unto others. Okay, is it any of those? No. No. My when you don't have, because I'm thinking about like fishes, they need to breathe oxygen with the water, and if they um, don't have it, uh, hung, hunger is hunger. Hunger kills. Is it Hunger Games? Is it other games that Lawrence movies? Is it is it Hunger Kills? No. What does it mean? It means it's when you speak, it has consequences. What you say. Wow. Okay. Uh, so I think Alison was probably right with fishes as snitches. Yeah. <laughs> and so Hive Mind gets points because Steve Bobs didn't guess, and it's the end of the round. Oh, who has the most points? Who has the most points? Who's been left for dead? Oh, tell us the scores, Ned. Tell us the scores, Ned. Please tell us, oh, Ned. Ned. Steve Forbes are in third place with five points. Yeah! Paddy Starnies are in second place with 25 no. points, but what? just ahead are the Hive Mind with 30 points. I'm Jessica Foster Q. You might know me off this brilliant podcast, Global Pillage, or off The Guilty Feminist. I wanted to let you know that I have my own podcast. It's called Hoovering. But don't worry, it's not about chores. It's about eating, which is, for me, the opposite of a chore. It's about the highs, lows, and even mediums of eating. And I've had some huge guests. Jack Monroe, Rachel Riley, Simon Rimmer, and Deborah Francis White. I'd love it if you listened. That's all. Hoovering. Plug over. Thank you. Next up is the Smash the Patriarchy round. This is the round in which we ask a question about people who have won in a very unlikely situation. Think Leicester City 2016, or anyone who's ever won on a scratch card ever. (laughs) There's only one question in this round, but it is worth double points. So if you're the losing team, it's all to play for here. This round could change everything for you. Well, not everything. You just might win this episode of Global Pillage. I'm afraid there's still nothing we can do about Brexit. (laughs) Since the Women's March after Trump's inauguration. Emily's list has been keeping a tally of women interested in standing for office. In the two years before the march, it was 920 women. What is the total in the two years since? Steve Bobbs? 1,500. Okay, 1,500. Gone from 920 to 1,500. Paddy Stani? I'm going to say 60,000 or something. I think, it's, I think it's really inspired women in America. I love your activism. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, okay. less than sixty thousand. Yeah, it's a big country okay. as well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Hive Mind was nine hundred and twenty, and wow, that's really specific. Whoa! Three thousand. Are you on Emily's list dot com? <laughs> three thousand three hundred ninety-six. Okay, so I think we've got to give it to the closest. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to give you two more guesses, but and then you're going to pass. Closest won't get double scores because no, it won't yeah. get double. But if you get it right, it will. Okay, so we've got one 3,396. What else, Hive Mind? 500,000. 500,000. 10,000 or more? 60. <laughs> oh, don't be that guy. 60. <laughs> 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 okay, all right. Uh, if you think it's 3,396 buzz now, if you think it's 500,000 buzz now, if you think it's 60,001 buzz now, 
In fact, it's 26,000. Ned, who was the closest? Well, technically, Steve Bob's were, but for their optimism, I'm actually going to give five points to Pakistanis. Yay! Yay! The final round is our quick fire round. Hive mind, if you know the answer, shout buzz, and then shout out the answer as loudly as you can. Fingers on buzzers and time starts now. Which Oscar winning film was known in Arabic as And Flew Over the Den of the Mad Men? One flew over the den. Yes, I think the buzz came first from here, and then there was a chorus. A pegasus is the national animal of which country? Greece. No. Argentina. Must no. be Greece. I want it to be. I remember from Hercules. But Hercules. it is. It isn't from Greece. Cartoons. No, but it is. Any, any, anything else? No. Do, no, it's North... Malta! North, North Korea. Is it North Korea? What? North Korea. North Korea. <laughs> North Korea? Oh. Finish this line from the Austrian national anthem. Lands of fields, lands of cathedrals, land of... Where Hitler was born, but he didn't rule here. We're not taking any responsibility. <laughs> the the, 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 the sound of music and racist. La- <laughs> <laughs> uh, land of milk. No. Anything else? It's la- and honey. Land of hammers. Hammers. Land of hammers. Yep, land of hammers, gang. What country has the highest alcohol consumption per capita? The U. Not right. Ireland. East London. <laughs> on a Saturday night. <laughs> sure it is. It's Czech. Is it Czech Republic? No, it's Belarus. Oh, oh Belarus. People really need to brush up on Belarus before coming yeah. to this In English, we say, you're taking the piss. A poetical language. In Spain, they say, you're taking the... My sleep away from me. <laughs> <laughs> you're taking... Taking the ass. Oh, no. It's hair. You're taking the hair. Which nation's people were voted the best tourists in the world? Ireland? No. 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 Syria. It's really good. South Korea. <laughs> they, they are there. South, South but Korea. They were the worst, actually. It's really going to piss off our Long term tourists. This one. <laughs> and totally uninvited. <laughs> uh, it's actually. It's actually. No, it's Chile is correct. I don't know how many points you deserve for that because you basically had run out of countries. <laughs> what is the national fruit of Britain? A pear. Apple is correct. Five minds. going to say booze. Finish this Indonesian joke. What kind of door cannot be pushed open even by ten people? American border. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my caravan says different. <laughs> Did you get a tweet from the caravan? Hi, <laughs> oh, mind, do you want to answer? Um, open. Uh, an open door. A, a corridor. An open no, corridor. and these are good. An open door is a great. An open door is a great answer, and you both said it. But in fact, the answer is. To the death. No, you don't need to, because the answer is a door which says "pull" on it. <laughs> and we're out of time, and it's the end of the show. Let's see who's ahead. Oh, tell us the scores, Ned. Tell us the scores, Ned. Please tell us, oh, Ned. In last place, who've kept it really steady all episode, it's Steve Bobbs with five points. Yeah, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dominate. Yeah. Five points separating second and first place. You got pipped. 
in, <laughs> in second place, that's a resignation of someone who's watched a lot of football, I can hear. <laughs> in second place, I'm afraid you're right, it's the Pakistanis with 35 points. You can't always get what, what you, you want. want. Which means in first place, it's a hive mind. A bunch of bullies. <laughs> <laughs> so, I like the way it's a resignation who, of someone who watches a lot of football and also the anger when that resignation is proved. <laughs> we're gonna lose, we're gonna lose. Oh, fuck's sake, I didn't think we'd lose. Penalty. <laughs> so it's a ride on a Pegasus to our winners, but a monkey sandwich for our losers. Mm. And I'll leave you on this thought from Japan. Straighten the horns and kill the bull. It means don't ruin something completely by insisting on correcting a tiny flow. I mean a tiny flaw. <laughs> Please leave that in, Tom. Please. Just in case. Please give it up for Alison Spittle! <laughs> Ted Hillis! Kate Hubbard! Steve Allen! Matt Cedric and Penance Corner! Samuel Keyboard! You and the Hotline! I've been Deborah Brass's wife! Good night! You have been listening to Global Village, hosted and created by Deborah Francis White. The questions were set by Ned Sedgwick. Music was by Samuel Wolf. Global Village theme tune was composed by Mark Hodge. The recording engineer was Chris Sharp. The producer for the Spontaneous Show was Tom Salinsky. The program associate with Jessica Mustard. Thanks to Zoe, Sally, and everyone at King's Place. More information about this and other episodes with the Global Village. If you think it's 60,001 buzz now, it's 60,000! Yeah! <laughs> That's Why literally insane! Can you know that? Can you know that? Is that 60,000? It's, it's, it's not! It's, it's not! 60, it's not! It's not! Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 